0: Today's story is A Father's Love by P.A. Nightmares Watching, I saw Martha and Aaron walk into the rundown motel. The once-white building, now tinged yellow from the age, is not complemented by the rust-covered metal railing. This railing is the only thing that separates its occupants from a nasty fall. This this place is such a shithole. Having to spend any amount of time in this place makes my skin crawl. I can only imagine what the inside looks like. Hours passed by, and the couple had not exited the motel. God damn it. Of course these two would make my life so freaking difficult. Sighing, I got up and got out of the car. I grabbed my supplies and made my way to the motel. If it could even be called that. Stepping foot in the building, calling it that was being nice. The floor was sticky. The building emanated a stench, something akin to semen, urine, and something I could only describe the way it smells when a cat takes a crap and another cat ate it and then hacked up a hairball. Sitting at the counter was a greasy teenager with the stereotypical nerd glasses... I mean, this kid was a walking cliché pockmark and all. His voice even made you want to punch him in the face. Can I help you, sir? You don't seem like our uh, normal clientele, the kid said in a nasally tone. God, I mean, if I could shoot him, I would. (laughs) But this is not why I was here. I'm looking for a couple that came in here a few hours ago. Sir, you know I can't give you that information. Listen, I'm being polite here. We both know what goes on here, and you can tell me what I want to know, or I can just call the cops. He's my son. I just want to make sure that he and his wife are safe. I put on my best... I'm a concerned father act while slapping a $50 bill on the desk. Please, I begged. Look, mister, I could get fired if I tell you where they are, but I need to go to the back room. Please be gone when I get back, he said, as he pushed the logbook over to me with all of tonight's check-ins. Room 213. Hmm, should have guessed, (laughs) His lucky number. Leaving then, I made my way outside. The cool spring air was refreshing after the pungent odors my nostrils were just assaulted with. Heading for the metal staircase. Even the stairs are rusted. I put my hand on the railing and, of course, it was sticky. I was just praying it was not bodily fluids. Ugh, please, God. Getting up the stairs to their room, it occurred to me that I never grabbed the key. Well, here's to hoping the door is unlocked, I grimly thought to myself. Grabbing the door handle, and jackpot, it is unlocked. Opening the door once again, I was assaulted by the smell that would make most get sick and abandon their objective. However, I needed to do this. So... I slowly walked into the dark room, and nothing could be heard at first. The longer that I listened, the more I could hear the slow, rhythmic breathing of two people that were fast asleep, probably sleeping off whatever poisons they had injected into their veins. Turning the light on, full well knowing it would not wake them up. Fuck, at this point a herd of stampeding elephants would not wake them up. I spoke to myself. "'Examining the room. God, what a bunch of animals. Bottles and needles everywhere. It makes sense they've been here for weeks. It took me a while to find them. "'It's time to take you home, son,' I whispered into his ear as I brushed his hair out of his eyes. "'Lifting him off the bed and taking him down to the, my vehicle, I put him in the back seat.' Then, I did the same with his wife. However, I was not so gentle with her. Leaning against the vehicle, I was breathing heavily. The cool night air felt good on my sweaty skin. I may still be in remarkable shape for a man my age, but even for me, carrying two strung-out junkies that barely weigh a buck twenty each down a flight of stairs, it took a toll on me. Getting into the vehicle, turning the radio to my favorite station, a pastor was doing a sermon on the sons of the Bible, and how God made Abraham almost sacrifice his son on the altar as proof of his devotion. Then, moving on to the prodigal son, and how the father's love outweighed the wrong his son had done, how upon the return of the son he clothed him, held a feast for him, and welcomed him back with open arms. The drive took a few hours. I drove on, listening to the radio to keep me awake. The dangers of the road when you were sleep-deprived were many. None more dangerous than the trance of the passing lights could put you in. However, before I knew it, we were outside our destination. Pulling my vehicle as close as I could... To reduce the amount of effort I would need to move these two into the building, I went down the stairs and opened the basement door. Few people used this room, so not only would I have the privacy I needed, but it made it easy to get what I needed set up, with no one seeing or asking unwanted questions. Walking down the concrete stairs and opening up the old wooden door... It had not been opened in years. The hinges were squeaking loudly in the quiet of the night, looking around, thankful that at this hour, there was no one at the church. We had just recently moved our congregation here, so the basement was not fully furnished yet. We were planning on pouring the concrete for the floor this week, which was perfect, if I was being honest. Strong earthy smell from the dirt floor, the vegetation growing on the wall was pleasant after the motel. In the middle of the room sat two metal poles with IV bags of morphine, as well as two chairs attached to each pole. There was also a control for the IV pumps. However, they controlled the opposite pump. Next, getting my son strapped to the first chair and gently placing the needle into his arm. Then, doing the same to my daughter-in-law. I strapped them down. Well, I can't have them escaping. At least not until the lesson is over. I was walking back up to the vehicle to retrieve my bag. There was not much time to do what I had to do. But it would be done regardless. All the prep work had already been done after all. I grabbed the smelling salts, first waking up my son and then my daughter-in-law. They woke up at first, but they had no idea what was going on. Quickly, my son's mind started to clear. He recognized his unfamiliar surroundings as he struggled against the bonds. Moments later, his wife began to do the same. They started to scream for help. (laughs) Gagging them. That is what I forgot. (laughs) Oh well, like I said earlier, no one was around to hear them. I smugly thought to myself. Stepping out of the shadows, I spoke their names. Martha. Aaron. Come on now. No need to act like a couple of heathens. Well, more than you already have. My voice was sharp and they both stopped to listen. Dad? Is that you? He whimpered pathetically. Yes, my son. It is me. I've come to bring you home, and back into the loving embrace of God's love. I stepped closer to him, placing my hand on his shoulder. What are you doing, Dad? You, you, you can't do this! "'Let us go, please, Dad!' "'He begged me, and it broke my heart. "'When did my son become the pale excuse for a man? "'You used to be a strong, shining example of a good Christian man. "'What would your mother think if she were still around?' would she be disappointed (laughs) but don't worry my son God gives second chances and so do I but you must earn it you sick fuck what are you planning on doing to us how would we earn your so called God's forgiveness she shouted at me from across the room I spun on my heels and approached her Well, you see, my dear, that is where the fun part comes in. Me? I'm tired of watching you two slowly killing yourself. You see, suicide is one of the unforgivable sins. However, murder with a repentant heart can be forgiven. So, this is how the lesson works. I have a timer set to both of these machines... If the timer goes off, well, you both die. However, if one of you can make the ultimate sacrifice and press the button, killing the one you love, the other gets to walk out of here and change their life for the better. Speaking the words calmly and slowly so even she could understand, I stopped right in front of her. Your god does not exist. You pathetic excuse for a father. What kind of man abducts his own family and asks them to kill each other? After she was finished, a hacking noise could be heard and she spit into my face. Well, I slapped her in her face. Now, is that any way to speak and treat your father-in-law, my dear? After all, I am only trying to help you. Oh well. Regardless, here we are. The only thing for you to decide, my dear, is who lives. Because at the end of the night, one will live and the other will die. Or is it truly to death do you part? Walking to the other end of the room, I began to dig a hole in the soil as they discussed what to do. Your father is insane, Aaron convince him to let us go he'll listen to you she begged father please don't do this what would god think if you killed your own son and daughter-in-law murder is a sin but murder of your family is an act against god himself just just let us go we will act like this never happened oh my son my dear boy A sin against God, you say. It was he who told me to do this. He told me to trust in him, and he brought you back into my life. There is no way out of this, like I said earlier. One lives and one dies, or else you both die. So, he hath spoken. After I was finished, I went back to digging. I'm sorry. Inez never listened to me. He always thought of me as a disappointment. Even marrying you, he told me if I went through with it, that he would disown me. Why the hell do you think I haven't spoken to him in five years that we've been married? So, you're telling me that once again, you're useless. You can't hold a job, you can't get us the good stuff, and you can't even please me anymore. I have only stayed with you this long because I figured at least if you died, I could get the life insurance money. I would be better off without you. Martha looked back over to the timer. It was getting very close to running out. I will not die for you. I love you, sure, but I love living more. I would say I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, it'll be nice to be free from you. She grabbed the switch and pressed the button. The machine came to life, and the sound of the medication being pumped through the IV could be heard. However, much to her horror, it was not her husband's bag that started to empty itself, but hers. Struggling against the binds, but it was to no avail. Moments later, the morphine was entering her system, and she faded quickly. Just like that, she was gone. Walking over to my son, I spoke to him softly. See, my son... Just like when God spared Abraham's son on the mountain, he has spared you. Just like the prodigal son, you can now come back home and regain what is yours by birthright. Our God is a merciful God as long as you come back with a repentant heart. Cutting him free and removing his IV, I embraced him in a hug. (laughs) Welcome home, my son. Dad... "'How the fuck did you know I would not press the button?' "'He shouted angrily at me. "'Son, (laughs) my son, I had faith in God. "'With just a little faith, you can move a mountain, "'and besides, if you would have pressed the button, "'it would have just killed her. "'You were always meant to live. "'Sadly, had she just had a little faith "'and let the clock run out, she would have lived.' Oh well, she made her choice. Let's get her into this hole, my son. It is time for you to start your new life. After we finished burying her body, I drove my son to a rehab facility. The police did come by, looking for Martha shortly afterwards. It didn't take much to lead them to believe that she had just skipped town, leaving her husband behind. She was a druggie. And everyone knows they do odd things, after all. That said, I I like to visit the basement often, to give thanks to her. For her sacrifice, of course, and for finally giving me my boy back. That was, once again, A Father's Love by P.A. Nightmares. P.A. Nightmares is, of course, a good friend of the channels. I have done a significant number of his stories. I haven't done one for a while, though, I've I've noticed. Um, He is, of course, uh, an author that I've worked with frequently, and he is also a narrator. Uh, I have linked his channel down in the description below, so make sure you do check him out. Go ahead and show him some love. That would be greatly appreciated. This story was quite an interesting one. Uh, pa has a really good way of implementing mythology of various types, if you will, into his stories. Um, I think the mythology, and I say mythology loosely because that's just by by the technical definition. Um, I'm not trying to harken any beliefs or anything. Just you know, anyways. Um, yeah. So the mythology he used for this one, I think it's pretty obvious what he was. And I think he did a really good job um, setting this one up. So thank you very much, PA. Always appreciated. Again, everyone, check him out. Show him some love. Sub to his channel. Listen to his other stuff. He does his own original stories frequently. Uh, I believe on Wednesdays or, is this, or his days for original stories. Uh, I wish I had enough original stories to do one day a week of my own stuff. <laughs> I don't, though. Um, I'm trying. Anyways, if you guys enjoyed it, please do hit that thumbs up button and leave a comment letting me know what you thought, letting PA know what you thought. If you really liked it and you're new to the channel, hit that sub button, the subscribe button, subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate that. If you want to support further, you can do so over Patreon, coffee, channel memberships. All patrons and channel members get early access to all my content for as little as a dollar a month. And most of them in the higher tiers get extra stuff and extra content. So, all that said, if you want to check that out, please do. It is always optional and it is never, ever, 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 ever. Ever required. I would never expect anybody to feel like they need to support me. I love you guys. You're all amazing people. I really do love you. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. And that said, sleep well.